Welcome to the Seeing Beauty Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Lori Marie. Seeing Beauty Sessions is about stories of how women have turned their pain into purpose. Hey, beauties, welcome back. I'm Lori Marie. Today I'm flying solo, and I wanted to share with you this freedom tour that my honey and I are about to go on, and also to share with you kind of my journey around following my heart and my intuition. I've been doing it for about the last five years now, and so I thought I'd share that with you today. So since we are kicking off this freedom tour, I thought I'd talk to you today about following your heart and intuition. This is something that since about 2013, I've started to do. I didn't always know I was doing it, (laughs) but needless to say, I was doing it. So really, when I really started to hone into this was a few years into learning about being a psychic medium. Um, I had kind of been on a personal development journey. I was really learning how to love myself and care for myself and heal myself and the traumas I had been through. I also had, in 2015, I went through the Fearless Living training program to become a life coach. I had been photographing weddings for about eight years at that point, and I felt this desire, this need to do more and help more, but I didn't know what that meant exactly until I heard the word life coach. Once I knew what that was, that was it. It was like, yes, this is the thing. And that particular journey, I very much there too was intuitively brought to Rhonda Britton. If you're not familiar, check her out. Rhonda Britton and the Fearless Living Institute. Rhonda Britton was one of the first coaches out there. She's been doing it for 20 plus years, more than that, I think. And she started a show called Starting Over. And I had never had seen the show and I had never heard of Rhonda. But once I came to her website, it was like, yes, this is the thing for me. Now, I've gone through college I've gone through high school, I've gone through, you know, a lot of academic training, and I can tell you that no program was more challenging and more intense than going through the Fearless Living program. And for anyone out there listening who's been through FLY, you know what I'm talking about. So, and when I say that, I say it with so much love because it is something that is very challenging, but also very rewarding. And just knowing what you go through an entire year, it's like you're not only learning to become a coach, but you're also um, really healing your yourself through this journey too. So in 2015, I went through the program, I applied, I got accepted, and I spent the next year training to become a coach. And when that journey was complete... I had 
you know, started preparing myself to put myself out as a coach. I started building a website and all these things you need to do when you start, you know, especially in entrepreneurship. So I remember one day flipping through Instagram and I was flipping through Instagram and I saw this thing called the daily love. And now there too, I had never heard of this. I had never heard of Mastin Kip, but I was flipping through Instagram and I saw this beautiful emblem like that said the daily love. And it, it, you know, visuals for me really stick out. I think it's part of my styling, part of my, how I actually receive images from spirit. And that particular visual stuck out to me. So it was no surprise that two, three days later, when I was in a bookstore, I saw his book with that same emblem. And I was like, oh my God, that's that thing from Instagram. Now, stay with me here. Because you're going to be able to start to see how I connected the dots, right? So one of the biggest transformational points in my life started with an Instagram post, you know, with that one daily love visual. And then I bought the book. And then I started reading the book. And I got into it a few chapters. And I was like, I really love this. Like, I'm gonna go check out his website. So I check out his website. And I see this thing that this tab that said enter the heart retreat Bali. Now, keep in mind at this point, like I had already invested highly in my education to become a coach. So (laughs) this, the idea of going to a workshop or retreat, which I had a feeling would be a pretty significant investment. I just thought like, there's no way. But what happened is I watched the video and all I can say is that I watched this video and bawled my eyes out and it felt like somebody had grabbed my heart and was pulling me towards it. And so I did what I think we all tend to do. I tried to talk myself out of it <laughs> instead of listening to my intuition. I tried talking myself out of it. I started reasoning with myself, right? I was like, no way. It's not possible. I've invested so much in my education already. There's no way this is going to happen. But it wouldn't go away. I kept um, seeing it show up in my meditations, my inbox, my dreams. And finally, I was like, okay. You know, I started negotiating with myself. I was like, okay, I'm just going to apply and see how much it is, right? And so I get on a call with his, uh, with Mastin Kip's girlfriend, um, And she's wonderful and we have a great conversation and my whole heart was a yes. But the reality of my bank account was like, yeah, right, that's not happening. So, and I shared this with her. I said, you know, Jenna, everything in my heart tells me that I'm supposed to do this. But the reality between my heart and my bank account is very different. And so she says to me, you know, I totally get it. Um, what I like to do in situations like this is I like to get on my meditation pillow and say, okay, universe, God, whatever it is you believe in, if you want me to do this, show me how. And so I took her advice and I did that as soon as we got off the phone. 
I sat down, I meditated, and I said, okay, God, if you want me to do this, show me how. And what I heard back was two things. One, create an ebook about what you already know. And two, go fund me. And now when I heard GoFundMe, I was like, oh, hell no. Like people are just going to think I'm trying to get a free vacation. That's the immediate thought I had. And then right after that, I heard, no, if you share your heart and come from your heart, people will show up. So I sat with this for a few days and I thought, okay, here it is. I just called 911 and now I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, don't come get me. So I thought, okay, I've got of it. I've got to at least try. So I sat down one Sunday night and wrote out my story and bawled my eyes out the whole time. This was the first time I had ever shared anything so personal. And this was several years ago. So I was still in a very like, vulnerable. I was still in my story and I was still um, healing from it. And so to write this, I just want you to understand now I can talk about it like it's no problem. But at this time when this was going on, I was in it. (laughs) So writing this was the scariest thing I ever had to do. I ever got to do. Let me (laughs) reframe that. So But interestingly enough, I had just got done reading a book by Amanda Palmer called The Art of Asking, which is a beautiful book, and I highly recommend it. And in that book, she talked about how humans want to help, and but we have to be willing to ask. So in that spirit, I wrote my story and then hit send, and I continued to break down about it for about another half an hour. But within the first 10 minutes of publishing that story, I got my first donation. Somebody donated $100 and I couldn't believe it. It was like incredible. And within a week, I had enough to get me to Bali. This experience cost well over $12,000 and I needed at least 3000 to get me there. I could make payments later, but I needed $3,000 just to get me there, to get me on the plane, to get me to this, to this retreat. And within the first week, I had enough to do just that. So it was this incredible experience and humbling experience of like receiving and receiving from, you know, it was like, past clients that had donated, past, um, you know, friends in different communities, strangers. It was like, I could not believe so many people would show up for me in that way. It was just an overwhelming and very humbling and uh, an experience I'll never forget. And to give you an idea of how quickly these things can happen. From the time I wrote that story to the time I got on the plane was 15 days. Yes, one, five, 15 days. I couldn't believe it. Like most people spend months preparing for a trip like this. This happened in 15 days. 
And so that's exactly what I did. I followed my heart and I went to Bali. I listened to my intuition. I listened to those nudges and I went to Bali. Now, I thought I was going to Bali to figure out where I was going next in business. I had just become a coach. I was still a photographer. How am I going to bring it all together, right? How am I going to bring all my gifts together? That's where I thought I was going. (laughs) I had a big surprise. Yep, I got a big old surprise from the universe. So I went to this amazing retreat and Bali was incredible. Like the people, the rituals, the smells, like the landscape, all of it was amazing. And the people that I met in this retreat were incredible. And I'm still friends with many of them to this day. But what happened through that experience is that I learned that there was a major problem happening in my relationship, in my marriage. I, it was the turning point of everything. It changed my entire world. Going to Bali was the first time I really had a, a really good amount of time away from my husband where I totally connected back to myself totally was removed from that energy and from him. And what I came to realize is that I was in a pretty toxic relationship. I was in a pretty toxic marriage. Now, it wasn't like, I won't say it was like physically abusive, but it was definitely some emotional abuse going on, which in all honesty can be worse. You know, bodies heal, bruises heal, but like the effects that emotional abuse has on you, and I'm not saying either are good. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying either are okay. Like if you're in an abusive relationship, you need to get out. But what I'm saying is the emotional abuse really gets into your body, like gets into your cells. And what I realize is that, you know, one of the things that I found he struggled with for most of our relationship was anxiety. And so I thought, oh, it's just his anxiety, you know? And I thought, oh, you know, I just found all these different ways to like justify it and, you know, kind of write it off. And the thing is, towards the end, like the anxiety got better. But that's when I started to realize there was probably something more going on. So I realized that in that moment, being in Bali was the first time I realized that I may have to leave my marriage. It was just this deep knowing that I may have to leave it. But of course, I'm always someone who sees the good in people, who sees the best in people. And so I really wanted to give it a go to, you know, try and work it out. I thought when I said yes when I said I do that it was for life and I really really wanted to honor that and so when I got back I talked to him about all of it and I shared all of my concerns 
And he unfortunately didn't think there was anything wrong and didn't want to get help. And being that I had started on a personal development journey years prior, it really already started to divide us because we were no longer kind of um, going at the same pace. And it's not that you need to go at a sa- the same pace when you're on a spiritual journey, but you both at least got to be headed in the same direction. Like you're both doing your own work. You're both on your own path. You know, it's like two co- two separate cars going to the same destination, but we weren't even on the same road. You know, we weren't even on the same highway together. So long story short, I spent a good six months trying to work through my marriage, trying to make it work. He wouldn't get help. And eventually I left. And maybe sometime I'll share that story further. But what happened in the meantime was that one of the women that I had met in Bali, hired me to come shoot her boudoir session in Los Angeles. And funny enough, the second I landed, I knew I had to be here. I knew I had to be in Los Angeles and I had no idea why, but I had this deep knowing that like, I'm meant to be here. And so when I knew that my relationship was over, when I knew my marriage was over, that was what I set out to do. I set out to head to California. And let me tell you, at this time, between spending all the money I did on my education and really not ever learning how to manage money well, which is something that I've been working on and I've been healing over time, I literally left Wisconsin with $300 in my pocket and a whole lot of faith. And I had no plan other than I knew the first three weeks I was came to California that I would be house-sitting. And from there, I started house-sitting from place to place. And funny enough, another way I ended up following my intuition was on my drive out to California, you know, I'm in my little car, my little Mini Cooper. I'm like, you know, just like on this like amazing but scary like journey, right? Of following my heart, my intuition. I declare about two days in, I said, okay, universe, I want to come to California. I want to have delicious experiences. And eventually I want to meet a man's eyes who sparkle like Marvin Gaye. And I met him 10 days later. (laughs) Now that was almost two years ago. And we're still together. And I have no doubt that the whole purpose, well, the main purpose, I shouldn't say the whole purpose, but one of the main purposes of me coming here was to meet him. And I know this because I remember after, you know, I had no intention of being in a relationship after going through a divorce and being in a marriage for, you know, almost 10 years. I had no intentions of getting into a relationship at all. (laughs) But here's the thing. The universe doesn't care about our timelines. The universe doesn't care what we want or what we desire. I mean, they do to a certain extent. But in this case, it was like their timing didn't line up with my timing. But I had this realization after, you know, I was just looking to meet people. I was looking to meet friends, make friends. 
and just have a good time in California. And I had all these single girl fantasies and like they all got blown out of the water. (laughs) But what I realized is I remember one day I was driving from San Diego to Los Angeles and I was talking to one of my bestest friends and just bawling my head off thinking, oh my God, why now? I'm like, you know, when you're like crying so hard, you're like doing the (laughs) in between, you know, I was that upset. I was like, why now? Why did I meet him now? Like, why is this happening? And I was just distraught, right? But what came to me very quickly was this remembrance of one of my mentors who mentored me in psychic mediumship, I remember her telling me prior to me leaving, we did like a year long Oracle card reading and, um, (laughs) Hey, Jennifer Lloyd, (laughs) just wanted to give you a shout out. Um, and I remember her saying like, I think we did that actually in January before I had left. I remember her saying in October, you're going to meet someone and don't shut down your heart because of fear. And so when I'm sitting there driving on my way to Los Angeles, bawling my head off because I'm like, why now? Why did this happen? I'm not ready for this. That memory came back and it was like, oh shit. It was like, oh, that's right. I remember now. I remember that she said in October, I was going to meet someone and to not shut down my heart because of fear. And so I had this moment of just like calm, like realization. And it was just like, okay, girlfriend, you've got a decision. You can either reject this, you know, and live out your single, single girl fantasies, or you can embrace it and see what happens. And so as you can tell, I decided to embrace it. And holy hell, can I say that being with this man has healed me in more ways than I could have ever imagined. And still, it's still a surprise every day to be with him. And I know that I've done the same for him. And so I have this brand new understanding of relationships. And I'll I'll talk more about that in future episodes. But since then, we moved to Los Angeles. We were here for a year. And then a few months back, we were kind of like, you know, being in Los Angeles, it was only temporary. Like, because I had a friend who was traveling for a year. And so she needed someone to watch her cats and sublease her place. And so we did that. And it's been a you know, an amazing, beautiful experience. It's like the cutest little place. And it's been like really, you know, a great little spot for us, but it's time to move on. And so I was having some anxiety about like, where are we going to go next? Oh my God, I wasn't getting any guidance on like what to do next or where to go next. And then one day, him and I were just hanging out in the living room And it just all came in. It all came to me and honestly to him. And we just played this thing back and forth. And we were like, hey, what if we spend an entire year traveling? And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. 
And we kind of went back and forth on, okay, and we'll go here at this time and then go here at that time. And meanwhile, we figure out this whole plan, right? This kind of like general layout of like where we're going to go and where we want to spend our time and, and all of that, right? And in the meantime, I finally figure out that I want to help entrepreneurs and influencers tell visual stories in their brand. So that brings me to the Freedom Tour. So the Freedom Tour. The Freedom Tour is about spending a year of traveling and creating freedom for ourselves. My intuition told me, I actually wrote to Spirit, and one of the coolest things that came out of that particular day's writing, because I do that daily, is that you are to create a business that works with your life, not a life that works with your business. And that's, I found that so profound because I had been running myself in the opposite way. I had spent so much time in my business that I forgot to have a life at times and not always, but so I'm, I've been working on flipping that script and creating a business that works with my life. And so it's been an interesting journey in itself. So part of this is not only Antonio and I sharing our adventures, his name's Tony, Antonio, I call him either. But Antonio and I will be sharing our adventures and there's already places set on the tour. But if someone, an entrepreneur or an influencer wants me to come to their city to tell their visual story for their brand, then that city will be added to the tour. So it's a progression, you know, nothing's set in stone and it's what my intuition is guiding us to next and luckily Antonio is a very willing participant in this adventure which is awesome but it's going to be this amazing culmination of like sharing our journey and our relationship and sharing you know other women's businesses and brands and telling those stories visually because that's what I do best. And so it's really exciting. And there's so much more I want to share with you on this. And I will, I promise. Um, I'll be sharing at lauriemarie.com and my website. Um, I'll also share some stories on here, I'm sure. But in general, this whole thing is, again, a listening of that intuition of following our hearts and so I wanted to share that with you because I think it's something we often try to talk ourselves out of and it's something we often um, try and rationalize or we make excuses for but the truth is if you're feeling any kind of pull any kind of intuitive hit or nudge or that gut feeling it's all for you
Now, I'm not going to lie, following your intuition and your heart is a courageous act. It's not for the weak of hearts, for sure, because it involves a lot of uncertainty. And one of the things we like as humans is certainty. We also like a little bit of uncertainty, but for the most part, we get really comfortable with our structure, our routines, our day-to-day, and a lot of times we'll let the time, money, excuse, um, and fear just take over and not allow us to actually fulfill our our purpose and our our divine path. And so I'm a huge proponent proponent of people listening to their intuition, following their hearts, and taking those leaps. Now, I'm not going to lie, like, it's been scary at times. Like, I lived in the Midwest for like 40, almost 40 years of my life. I had never lived anywhere else. And so like, emptying out an entire house full of things and like leaving it all behind and like coming to California with 300 bucks and like a whole lot of faith was terrifying at times. But it's proved to me that I will be supported and so will you. And we just have to have the courage to follow our hearts and follow our intuition. And so I invite you to really start paying attention to those nudges and what is your intuition telling you and where is it asking you to go? And you have the ability to connect to your higher self, to your spirit guides, to the universe, God, whatever you're comfortable calling it at any moment. But you've got to check in with yourself. You've got to connect to yourself. That's the only way it happens because we get so distracted and we're so overwhelmed and overloaded. And so it's important to take time to get quiet and to tap into your inner knowing, your inner wisdom. And it's really the GPS system to where you're being guided. It is like your own personal GPS navigator. (laughs) that's so so true so where is your intuition guiding you what is it asking you to do what has it been saying hey hey you come on over here give this a shot try this job walk away from this relationship there's new stuff coming for you right like where Has your intuition been guiding you? Now, I'm not saying that if you follow your intuition, you're going to like leave your marriage and like start a whole new life, right? I'm not saying that's going to happen to you or for you. However, I am saying that there was a path created for you and what is meant for you will not miss you. And so you can't go wrong in following your intuition. And there are lessons to be learned in all of it. Even if it doesn't feel good, even if, you know, you find yourself going through challenges, it's all happening for you. It's all meant to heal you. It's all meant for you. So what is your intuition asking of you? Ever since I started listening to my intuition and following my heart, I know that this is now just my way of being. 
It's something that I have been doing now for the last five years, and it's what I will continue to do. And I know through each challenge, each tribulation, each lesson, there will be beauty in it. There will be gifts in it. And that's a lot of times what we don't realize is that there are beauty, there is beauty in the lessons. There are gems in the lessons. And if we keep experiencing the same things over and over again, or we feel things being very familiar, it's because we haven't healed or learned from those lessons. And so start to just get curious and check out like what kinds of things have you, do you feel like, oh my God, not again. Like, why is this coming up again? And ask yourself, like, what am I meant to learn here? Ask your intuition, what am I meant to learn here? And see what comes through. Every challenge, every moment is an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to learn from. And when we can embrace that and embrace the uncertainty, life starts to get a lot easier. We start to get in the flow of life and we no longer let our circumstances dictate everything that comes our way. It doesn't, it no longer dictates how we feel about it. It no longer takes us down. The only reason we get taken down is because we are so attached to what we make it mean. And so when you can start to look at things from a higher perspective and say like, okay, yes, this is happening. Does it suck? Sure. But what is the lesson in this for me? When we can start to look at it that way, things become a lot clearer and we can move through them a lot quicker. Now it takes time and it takes practice. And one of the best, I guess, pieces of advice that I can give you is just to start listening to your intuition. Start trusting it. It takes practice. It takes a lot of, um, you know, instances of trying, of practicing, you know, but eventually you'll start to learn to trust it more. And really it's a process of learning to trust yourself. Following my intuition is not something I did naturally and it's taken me time and it's taking some really big things to happen in my life to show me that like I can trust the universe and I will be supported. And now I just know that there's no other way for me to to be, to exist. It's like, I know that whatever I'm being called to do or whatever my intu- intuition is telling me is what I need to do next. And taking action is then my responsibility. So like I said, it's not for the faint of hearts. <laughs> like following your intuition Living a life of following your heart takes courage. And any step you can take towards listening to yourself and trusting yourself is beautiful. A 
Okay, so you may be sitting there saying, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Yes, listen to my intuition, but how do I do that, right? So I want to give you a few examples of how you can start to connect to your intuition and how you can start to trust it. So one of the ways that you can um, connect to yourself, connect to your higher power, your wisdom, whatever you want to call it, is through meditation, Meditation is one of the easiest and simple ways to do that. Now, meditation isn't easy for everyone. So I'm not going to go and say like, oh, it'll be super simple for you, right? Because some people just, their minds wander and it's really hard for them to stay uh, connected to their breath, which is the way I recommend if, if you are one of those people where your mind just starts to go crazy and like think about all these things, come back to your breath, right? So meditation is a great way to do that. You can do that sitting up lying down. You can go for a walk in nature. It's just giving you time to slow down and to connect to yourself. Now, meditation is one way. Another way I really enjoy personally um, connecting to my guides is through auto writing. So auto writing is allowing your guides to work with you through writing. So you grab a piece of paper and a pen and you write, Dear Spirit Guides of the Highest Truth and Compassion, I invite you to work through me now. And then I pose a question and I let whatever wants to come through, come through. I don't filter it. I don't question it. I don't ask like, are you sure? Or, you know, is that right? And I just write whatever is coming to me. And you'll start to notice that it will flow. Sometimes the words don't even sound like your words. Sometimes the writing shifts a bit. bit. But you'll know when you're complete when you just kind of run out of things to write. Now, if you get stuck and you're like, ah, like nothing's coming through, just keep writing. Like keep writing, write whatever, you know, you want to write, write your name, whatever, but just keep writing and asking the question and then just listen for it or just wait for something to come through and see how it, you know see how it feels this is a practice so it may not it may feel awkward it may feel weird at first it may not even feel like this is working so just give it time and practice practice a few times and see what starts to flow through you now that's another way There's another way that spirit is always trying to connect with you, which is through symbols and signs. You may see an animal, you may see a billboard, you may see there are messages and symbols everywhere. This is another way that spirit likes to communicate with us. So you could be uh, having things come up in your dreams You could be seeing different animals cross your path. You could see, like I said, messages or billboards or little literal like words that are guiding you and asking you to take that next step. Um, I have a friend that recently she was um, looking at getting a job in Canada and she had applied for it and she was asking her guides like, guides, am I going to get it? You know, show me a sign, please, you know help ease my mind about this. And she literally saw a billboard that said America's backyard. Well, if America were a backyard, guess who'd be in the backyard? Canada, right? So it'll be interesting to see. But this is just one example of how spirit is always trying to connect with you. 
when they're coming through to you in dreams, pay attention. What are the main subject matters in that dream? And then download, there's a free app called Dream Moods. And of course, there are a lot of dream books and interpretations and websites online you can look at too. But one of my favorites is Dream Moods. And it's an app where you can type in a subject and it will tell you what that particular subject represents. And what I have found is that whatever I am going through personally is typically exactly what's been coming up in dreams. Um, Numbers are another way that spirit is trying to connect with you. You know, if you see 222, 1111, 444, you see these number sequences often, like that's another way that spirit is trying to connect with you. So there are many, many ways you can connect to your intuition and it doesn't all revolve around just meditation. So just start to pay attention to, you know, what are you being nudged to? Your intuition is like kind of a silent little whisper. It's not super like slappy in the face kind of a thing. It's very like subtle, but it is there and you will notice that it will keep coming up. So start to just get curious and pay attention to what signs you're seeing, what symbols you're seeing, what you're being called to do. Another great way to know what your intuition is guiding you towards is by paying attention to what you're afraid of. Yes, I said pay attention to what you're afraid of. Fear is just there to help show you where you're needing to go next. If you're being called to like speak, but you're terrified to public speak or fear is telling you like, no way. I know for me, like when I, um, I got to a point in my journey where I was not actually afraid of failure. I was afraid of actually succeeding. And so my fear was finding all these clever ways to like, keep me from doing the thing I know I needed to do the thing that my intuition and my guides were telling me to do. So pay attention to where is your fear really freaking out? (laughs) You know, is it like not wanting to take that new job? Is it wanting to not, you know, like, is it telling you like, no, you're going to fail at that if you try? Like, what is your fear telling you to, to stay away from? Your fear is just like a navigation system. It's another way of telling you like that's exactly the door you need to walk through. That's exactly what you need to do. So yes, pay attention to your fear. Now that's different from giving into your fear. Do not give into your fear, but just pay attention to like what is your fear trying to keep you from? Because what it's trying to keep you from could be what you're supposed to do next. I'll give you an example of this. So I've had some clients that, you know, I'll work with them on branding. Uh, We'll get to a point where we're about to launch and then they'll just like disappear. And it's, I've come to find it's totally natural, totally normal because what happens is some of these people are brand new to entrepreneurship. They've been spending sometimes months or years or decades like thinking about what they want to create. They're so excited to create it. They're just like in awe of it, right? They just want to like be there and share their heart and serve. 
But then when it is go time and it becomes real, all of a sudden all their stuff comes up. All the fear comes up. And it's like, oh my God, now this is real. So just pay attention to where is your fear freaking out? (laughs) Because that's usually a good indicator that that is exactly where you are being guided to. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you too can feel brave enough and courageous enough to listen to your intuition and to trust it and to really walk the path that you were meant to walk. I hope you'll follow along on this journey. If you yourself are an entrepreneur or influencer and you would love to have me uh, help you create visual content for your social media, your websites, your blog, your personal branding, I would love to connect. So don't be shy. Feel free to reach out. Or if you're just wanting to know more, please reach out, share with me what you want to know about. I would love to, you know, base these uh, talks and these topics on things you really want to know about. Of course, I'll be sharing other women's stories and their, you know, transformations, but I'm really doing this for you. So please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know what you want to know more about. This was Seeing Beauty Sessions podcast with Lori Marie. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. And I'm hoping that you can find the beauty in your life.